Welcome in, everyone, to episode 96 of the Battlecast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Speedy's Chief 2, and our very special guest, DeFi-E. How's it going, DeFi-E? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Such an honor. Yeah, I just completely skipped over Speedy there, but it's fine. He, he's, hey, uh, it's okay. He's we, we, have, we, have an esteemed, we have an esteemed guest here today. I'm really excited to welcome in DeFi-E as well, and I promise I'm going to try my best to say it correctly, DeFi-E. I'm sure we'll get to all that. <laughs> I, I noticed that the first time, too. What? Okay, I, I feel like we talked about this many times. So I just need to know again. Well, say what you used to say for any new listeners, and then, and then explain why you used to say it, right? Yeah, Caleb's like, all right, present to the class. Why you uh, why you had an accident in class? Uh, I used to say <laughs> I actually I did a really say, bad accident in class. Actually, maybe I should. I've talk heard this story. 100. I've heard yeah, this story, and it's a great story. It's a I'll I'll say for yeah. episode one hundred. But go ahead. It's unforgettable. Uh, so I used to say defy, kind of like D E F Y, like defy the odds is what I used to say. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't why? know. I just kind of fell into it. I don't what? know. Just kind of fell into it. <laughs> You're the only one in the world that I know that pronounces D with in the, a duh, but in the world? I don't know. In the world, yeah. You know how um, some countries they pronounce Z like Z? And they say sure. like H like H? I think Z is actually in, in the UK they say Z. Yep, it's like the Canada. original English Oh, Canada too? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the original Ooh. English pronunciation. It's not Z, it's just Z. They'll be like XYZ. Like if they count the AUPC. True. I've yeah, heard that before. Wild. Yeah, I, I need everybody to weigh in. I mean, we're we're just getting, we're like two minutes in. I need people to let us know if they've ever heard "duh." Yeah, no, don't 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 do this. The the, the public is never on your side. Remember that no. disastrous poll you had of the beard shaving thing, dude. <laughs> the, maybe five, one day the, they will be. The five polls gonna be even worse for you. <laughs> maybe maybe one day they'll be on my side. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, yeah, I would not be correct because my name origin is from Delta D. Phi Epsilon. And with that difference, I have had people say Dphi because the <sighs> Greek letter Phi is actually pronounced Phi Fair. in other places of the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Dphi Epsilon, it would like Phi in science is in math like that letter. Uh, it does have some alternate pronunciations, but the way I've always said it is, you know, I'm Stephanie Christine, Dphi E250, mm-hmm. or just DeFi is what I prefer to be called. Where does the 250 come from? Uh, in my chapter of my sorority, which is what Delta Phi Epsilon is, I was the 250th member of my chapter. Oh, okay. They call Wait. it a scroll number. So that's, so your sorority was actually fairly newly formed on your campus, right? Yeah, it was. Is, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it depends on the sorority size. I know at least my school, some of the sororities, they would it would be like their incoming class would be like 20 30 something people mm-hmm. and i was like a middle size school so um wow okay cool awesome well welcome in uh you know we're just gonna give a rundown for anyone that doesn't know who you are i feel like most of our listeners should know who you are if they tune into any official you know play pokemon championship series stream not any but you're on a lot of them so um but if two people don't know uh feel free to what's your origin story how did you get into how do you get into pokemon in general right because um you know some of us dabbled in pokemon beforehand some of us this is just like their first ever pokemon game yeah no i am an original i was i think eight year i think it was my eight-year-old christmas 
when I was eight and I unwrapped the Pokemon Game Boy Color. It was the translucent one. So it wasn't the opaque purple, but it was like the light purple translucent Game Boy Color. And I had um, Pokemon Blue version was where I started. And then, you know, I continued playing red and yellow and gold, silver, crystal, ruby, sapphire, emerald. Uh, Mm. And then I stopped around that point, around generation four-ish is where I stopped playing, which I think is a story for a lot of people. Like there's a point Mm. where you kind of put it, never forget about Pokemon, but you put it down. But Mm. that's, and then, you know, I picked up Pokemon Go and day one player for Pokemon Go as well. And I played, I think a lot of people, like a lot of people too, I took a short break, not as like years, like some people, but you know, you play really hard that first summer. And then I, you know, I live in the frozen North. It gets cold in the winter. (laughs) It's not as fun to play Pokemon Go, especially those early days when there wasn't a whole lot to do. Uh, Wasn't really fun to play outside. So I did take a short break, but I was still playing when like raids first dropped. Mm-hmm. So I remember all of that, uh, but that's really my history with getting into Pokemon and Pokemon Go. Yeah, I, that's something because me and Speedy were both in the South. I think you were in the mm-hmm. South at the time too, right? Because I remember oh, in the winter time, I was like, "Man, it's kind of chilly to be walking around." But then I'm thinking, like, <laughs> "How do people in the North?" Because I'm in, a, I was in Atlanta, Georgia, so it wasn't <laughs> that cold either, right? It was like thirty chilly. something degrees, yeah, chilly, right? But I was just like, "How did people play?" When it was like snowing in out, right? I remember their cars. That. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah, in their, their cars. cars. What's his name? Um, I don't know if you you've ever, you two have ever seen that guy. I think his name is like Bentim One. He was like an old school YouTuber. He doesn't play Pokemon Go anymore, but he was a big grinder. Mm-hmm. He he does like um, um, I think he does like Boom Beach and like Clash of Clans stuff. He does like other mobile games, but he was one of the original like content creators with like Trainer Tips and Mystic Seven and stuff like that. But he was i think he was in wisconsin and um and yeah it was like it was snowing a lot of times his he would be driving around and his uh, i think now wife would just be in the car sleeping at night when he'd be like mm-hmm. driving around like like this like lighthouse loop like catching pokemon because it was like it's just way too cold i remember he was hatching a bunch of 10 kms and he like he got like two snow and he like jumped in a pile of snow to celebrate <laughs> i was like <laughs> it snowed today by me it, it, it snowed today oh, it is goodness. april 24th <laughs> and i'm sure it's not done <laughs> like we've gotten some freak snowstorms in may before oh. so it is it is the north yeah yeah well at least you get most of the seasons right <laughs> yeah like <laughs> autumn colors true. are so beautiful <laughs> hmm. would mm-hmm. not give that up and also there's no hurricanes or uh-huh. giant spiders and snakes yeah mm-hmm. The insects yeah. are all dead for like half the year. Ooh, so there, that, are, there are benefits. Be nice. There are benefits. Yeah, there definitely are. The bugs in the south are pretty wild. Even the ants were pretty wild. Like I saw someone kick an anthill, which like, I don't know why they're kicking anthill. Um, that someone might have been me. I don't know. I'm, my memory's hazy. It was me <laughs> and my friend. But in Atlanta, I remember someone kicked an anthill. It was like giant, right? It was like a foot yeah. high. And they like rebuilt mm-hmm. the anthill like within a few hours. Like yep. even the ants were way more aggressive. Even, and most of the bugs were just bigger in the south yeah i remember being a kid running around barefoot and just uh accidentally standing in one spot for too long and then feeling my foot just light up on fire because i had some ants that had crawled over and bitten my feet what so, were these like fire ants what, do you, what yeah, are they fire ants yeah definitely the dude one experience. fire ant is a lot too you had a whole pack on you mm-hmm. yeah i stepped on a bumblebee once but that was in oh, connecticut so that wasn't yeah that wasn't even georgia 
What do you mean? Oh, it's a bumblebee. You want to step on a bumblebee? <laughs> Dude, no, but but it's not a regular bee or a wasp. Come on, bumblebees are like I, gentle giants. I also like had a whole hive of wasps sting me, actually. That's a story for oh, another yeah, time, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought it was a tre- my friend thought it was a treasure chest. I knew it wasn't, but it was a beehive, <laughs> a wasp hive. Only uh, bee I'm interested in is Vespaquin. That's it. Nice. <laughs> I don't. Good Anything move. else is just nah. No, thank you. Vespaquin was fun back in the old silk days. Uh, but yeah, let's go back in time there a little bit. So you said you got back in during when raids came out, right? And then... Were you like once PvP dropped, you're like, oh, this is my jam, or like it took a second, or like what? What? When did you enter the PvP scene? Uh, I remember being doing the very first Boulder Cup in the Silph Arena uh, oh, in my okay. community, so that was really fun. We did a little like test tournament. We got a little group together at someone's mm-hmm. house, and we ordered pizza and just tried uh, it to see, mm-hmm. you know, how is this going to work. And then we opened it up to our wider community. Uh, and I just remember that was really fun. I did not do double Skarmory strats. I was not a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That was a triple one point degen too. Wait, so what was your? Do you remember your team off the top of your head? Not. I'd have to look it up. But it's on my self card, which is nice. Okay. You know, we can always go back and look at those. I, I will pull that up while you're talking. Actually, if you want to talk about the rest of your PP journey. Sure. So obviously, this is all before Go Battle League, but there was a couple other members of my community who liked PVP and played it a lot, and I wanted to be mm-hmm. better than them. I wanted very badly uh, to be able to win. And I found out uh, one of the people that I really wanted to beat, his name was Jojo. And he was in Zionix Discord. And he was part of Zionix patron community and got, you know, coaching from Zionic. I was like, well, clearly this is the secret sauce. Clearly this is what -hmm. people need to do. So I was like, I'm going to go i'm gonna one up his patron tier i'm gonna do one better than that what this guy is doing (laughs) (laughs) and like it was my proudest moment like the first self tournament that i won and i beat him that felt so good uh but zionic was a big part of me getting into pvp believe it or not zionic used to cover the self arena (laughs) way back in the day Mm -hmm. a long time ago for anyone who's newer to the scene and maybe doesn't remember, it wasn't always GBL content. <laughs> yeah, he was. You know, sometimes uh, it, sometimes I feel like a dinosaur, right? <laughs> when we talk about Sylph, but that's where it was at when there was no structure for competing otherwise. Sylph was it. Here's the thing: we shouldn't feel like dinosaurs. We should just feel like we should feel wise because it wasn't like people weren't <laughs> alive back when we started. They didn't play Sylph, right? They just weren't Sylphing, right? Mm-hmm. We just have we just have a wealth of wisdom. But I do have your team here. Okay. Uh, you had so your first one. You I, I guess you tied for first. Uh, tied for gold. You had Polyrath, Whiskash, Glyscore, Metagross. That's spicy. Uh, <laughs> Hitmonchan and Breloom. Double fighter strats. Double water nice. too. And then the the next one you oh you brought the same team. You just switched yeah. up the the order of the yeah yeah so. Pretty yeah, Metagross see- would not be something I would bring today. And that was still, like, I was just learning. That was like, we're going <laughs> to yeah. try this out. I'm going to bring things that are eligible. But, yeah, I don't, I still use Whiskash today. I still use Polyrath today. Yeah. Did did you use the Metagross? Or you just you just had it? I feel like I probably sure. tried it, and then it was mm-hmm. awful. And then I just <laughs> didn't use it anymore. I was going to was- say, uh, somewhere Butters is smiling. You know, Butters loves Metagross. And Metagross, Metagross is great. Mega Metagross is going to be so good yeah i've got a hundo best buddy that i'm just ready apparently a hundo shadow metagross hits harder than a mega metagross 
in at least in race, I don't know in PvP. Kind of wild, right? I don't know. Wow. I don't have I don't have the resources to make the Shadow Hundo. Let alone just, have the Shadow Hundo. You can but. just claim whatever you want. It's on the internet. Yeah, source sources uh just trust me, bro. Just trust me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> there you, go. Uh, you know, it's funny, I'm looking at their your silk card now and I see you use some Bastion in a ranked tournament too. So, you know. It's pretty pretty yep. solid. I built pretty a new solid. one since then. I had really? my old my old Basti mm-hmm. with the old stats. The Kingdom Cup I'm, one, yeah. Yeah. So I've got I've got a newer Basti now. I was playing copycat in the most recent GBL meta. Just mm. whatever I lost, mm. I just copied that person's team. And I won too many games with Bastion on. It felt Wait. shameful. What was the team? What was the team that you ran? Uh, it was Bastion? it was Basti, Defense Deoxys, and something else. Just Shadow recently. Vic? Oh no! <laughs> I don't use shadows, Caleb. Oh, you true. Yeah, okay, okay. You need to explain this before we go any further, right? Yeah. So, so Divi actually doesn't use shadow Pokemon. In fact, you purify every shadow Pokemon except for you have one that's not purified, right? Uh, I have a few, just because like okay. sometimes I like to show people like, look at this, you know, zero fifteen fifteen shadow Lapras or whatever <laughs> that, that I, that's just use. gonna <laughs> sit here. So I have I have some, uh, okay. but a lot of the times I purify them because it really bothers me that in the narrative of the game you these pokemon are suffering and you're supposed to purify them and it just bugs me to no end that niantic decided let's make the shadows the only viable ones with the exception of sableye and that's like shadow sableye is still really good we've been seeing that from spicy and other people like shadow sableye is still really good so it just it kind of bugs me that like, why would you create this narrative to subvert it in that way? I mean, I'm like a I'm like a lawful evil kind of person, so I don't really <laughs> mind. I don't know what Speedy's excuses or anyone else's excuses, but I I, I feel no regret over keeping them shadow. But, it feels mm. wrong to me. And then like <laughs> I have this little like five year old guy, um, like a really close friend of mine, her son, and. He was watching a play Pokemon cast and was really excited, you know, to see Aunt Steph on the TV. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he like he had his mom text me that day. Why are they using Shadow Pokemon, Aunt <laughs> Steph? Aren't they supposed? Aren't they in pain? And it just. <laughs> oh no! No. <laughs> <laughs> and they do look super angry all the time, right? And, yeah, and they to look your point, so upset. <laughs> and to your point, DeFi, it says after this is the official text, right? After winning a battle against a Team Go Rocket member, the trainer will have an opportunity to rescue the Shadow Pokemon by catching it and purifying it, right? Mm-hmm. I have like, rescued it. I just kidnapped it. I didn't. <laughs> but, but I yeah, see what I you mean, though. It's it. like. It's like, wow, these people have these really terrible uh, weapons that they're using and and these Pokemon are suffering. And then you like fight them and you catch it and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing. I'm basically like Team Rocket yeah. myself, right? I'm going to use exactly. the same weapon. Uh, but one Pokemon you were alluding to, Caleb, one Pokemon mm-hmm. I have not purified yet and I have full intentions to. Uh, I have a 98% Shadow Mewtwo. You should pull it up for the stream, for, 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 the, for the YouTube viewers in case they... Just to um, show I'd, them the IVs, yeah. I'll I'll screenshot it and send it okay, to you. Okay, and put okay, it in yes, the yes, yes. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah. No, uh, hey, uh, she's not she's not kidding either. I looked through her entire Sylph card and not a single Shadow Pokemon in use in any tournament, which is wow. I don't know. That's wild. Which is cool. It's impressive. Yeah. It's 
impressive. You should you should watch out. She she's got all the return strats. Yeah. Even the champ. Even the champ is wild too. Because Shadow Machamp, like it's almost everyone uses that, but you're like, oh I'm not using it. Use my regular one. All right. All right. And there's trade-offs. You know, there are trade-offs. You can tank a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you get to that next charge move because you can survive the hit. There it's not like, you know, regular or purified Pokemon are objectively worse. Right. There's, mm-hmm. there's give and take there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but anyway, speaking of your Sylph card too, it looks like you've been an active, active Sylph member for for since the uh, start, right? I mean, even Speediest Chief has hung up the hat a little bit, our previous world champion in some ways. But you're uh, you're powering through every single cup, Polkadot even, the most recent one, and factions as well, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, tell us about your Sylph journey. Yeah, just again, when we started, it was really the only PvP you could do that was structured. And uh, again, working, I cannot thank Psionic enough. I'd love to meet him in person someday because mm-hmm. uh, I have not yet got to do that. But he was a big part of like really inspiring me to do PvP and how cool, how really cool and awesome it is. And then, yeah, I just continued. I found some online communities back when. Uh, remote tournaments were really, really small and you had to be ultra friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple mm-hmm. uh, really small communities in the podcasting sphere where uh, based on podcasts, I would get together. And then I had some local tournaments too, um, pre-2020. And I kept doing the Silph Arena after you know, COVID happened. We all went home and you could have giant remote tournaments and you no longer had to be, it could be with anybody. Uh, you didn't have to have um, any friendship level for a little while. I think you did have to send a gift to them. Like you had to be at one friendship level. So you had to have at least enough gifts, right. Mm-hmm. To be able to battle, but now you don't even have to do that. Yep. So yeah. And I've just kept going. I'm still really close with a lot of communities, especially I like to participate in the GoCast podcast every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a couple others girls that PVP, uh, they run a bigger tournament and then some smaller tournaments as well each month. And I really like to participate in those. Because it's fun. It's more fun for me than, you know, just open great, like, you know, not tell Trevenant. <laughs> Lantern, you know, yeah. La- not tell Trevenant Lantern <laughs> every time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting. It's fun getting to use uh, different Pokemon. Like, really give Jumpluff a chance to shine. Or Don fans. Like, Don fans might Polka Dot Cup MVP. Like, any opportunity <laughs> I, I had to use Don fan was phenomenal. I'm glad I didn't run. I had, I don't, I did my only Polka Dot tournament yesterday. Uh, for those that don't know, it's the Sylph meta for the month, and mm. I'm glad I'm running Dawn fan because it was that <laughs> this month's been kind of wild. I saw two different Nidal Kings, and they're running two different fast moves. Like one was running Fury Card, the other one was running Poison Jab. It was, it was wild. Mm. But yeah, Nido, you, again, Nido King because mm. Nido Queen's banned. Nido King gets a chance to say, "Hey, I yeah. exist too." Actually, one of my opponents did bring a Nido Queen. I was like, "Huh?" I was like, "No." Uh, I was like, "Is this on your team?" He's like, "Yeah." Banned. Yeah, Definitely. and then he, he realized like a few seconds into it, he's like, oh, sorry, I, I completely should have brought the Nidoking. King. I was like, it's fine. Just resend it with the Nidoking King in the lead instead. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, mm, uh, it worked nice. out. But yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So talk about girls at PP because we, we've had, yeah, it's been, we've had Cochina Mom on here at least once. I think only mm-hmm. once, right? Did we have him twice? I don't know. But we had, I think just I, once. Yeah, I, we had her on once back uh, when Psionic was the, the host but 
for the there's probably a lot of people that don't know about the history of girls at PP. I know at least for you, it's been very pivotal pivotal in your PP journey, and for a lot of uh, community members too. Right, and I don't like speak for the whole community, but mm-hmm. I just know like what the community has done for me. Uh, I've been a member of the server since the server started. Girls at PVP used to be like a channel, like an area in a different server, and then mm. so I was part of that uh, very briefly, and then we developed our own server. And it's a place, uh, an online community where we love to meet up in person at play Pokemon events and all kinds of other things of women, and that's inclusive to all women. So trans, LGBTQ+, a very friendly community of just awesome women who are supporting each other and encouraging each other. And we're learning Pokemon PvP together. And of course, there's other things we discuss. Like we like throwing up pictures of our dogs and cats and birds and uh, other fun things like supporting each other through uh, difficult moments in our lives or uh, celebrating big uh, achievements in our lives as well so it's just a really important place and it's a safe place for women to come together and learn because i know even when i was just doing the local tournaments in my community men way outnumbered women and it was just like a little small tournament you go to a play pokemon event some nowadays there's only like a handful of women in go and i know that problem exists too in the tcg and vgc unite like the there's just fewer women there's fewer people there And it's easy to feel intimidated. We've had a lot of kind of scary stories come out, even just during this play Pokemon circuit. Mm -hmm. Um, I know some of the girls from TCG, like they had someone come up and harass them at dinner. And that was really uncomfortable. So just having places where women can go and rely on each other. uh, Yeah. And be comforted and support each other. And the big thing is just lifting each other up. My faction, uh, we are in North America Iron. We're an all-women faction. And Mm -hmm. we're there to learn and have fun. And that's really cool, too. Uh, There's a couple all-women factions out there. Yeah. And that's really cool and supportive as well. Yeah. uh, Speaking of factions, too, I think you 3-0'd this past week, too, right? So congrats. That's always a a great feeling. Oh, well, not only that, you've been on a roll this entire cycle. You haven't lost a single set, so... Um, nice good stuff but yeah i was looking at your factions earlier too and hurricane kaz is your captain who uh used to be one of my locals back i guess she wasn't really she was like a few hours away from atlanta but uh still someone that would be at some tournaments in my regionals she beat me actually in one of the regionals um and then she also beat my buddy palmer's up because uh Mm. they were in a pelper mirror i think and she went for the hurricane (laughs) he didn't bait and she didn't bait and then everyone's roasting him he's like Dude, what do you expect? Her name is Hurricane Cash. It's not Weatherball Cash, right? She's going to go for the hurricane. It's true. Yeah, and yeah. she loves birds. Like, flying-type Pokemon are her thing. So mm-hmm. any chance she has, like, her self card is full of birds, uh, which I think is uh, really cool. That is pretty dope. That is pretty dope. Yeah, I'm so seeing, I definitely great. see some familiar names on here. Sorry, what were you saying? No, I was just going to say Hurricane Cash is really great. Uh, our previous captain, uh, final boss, AJ, uh, mm-hmm. also really awesome, and I have a lot of great team members now. And again, it's just, it's cool. We're all supportive of each other, you know, win or lose. We talk about, you know, we win as a team, we lose as a team. Mm -hmm. It's just really nice place to, you know, feel good and supportive and learn. Like the big thing is about learning. So people can Mm -hmm. feel confident going to these tournaments and hold their head high. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, um, it's no secret in esports, right? That it's primarily male dominated. I know that it's still a very young industry and it's growing a whole lot, but even at EUIC, 
last week I saw some Unite teams that had female members. And I was like, oh, this really jumps out to me because it's not something that I typically see. I wish it wasn't that way. And I feel like, um, I feel like again, Pokemon Go beginning as such a community oriented game actually has a very unique opportunity to bring more females into the space because it, it began as a cooperative game, right? You play the community days together, you hunt together, you sh- you know grind together, raid together. It's very different from other games that are just straight up competitive. And as soon as you jump into the game, you have to you have to compete against other people. So I think that the girls at PvP movement is really important. And I think that Pokemon Go has had such a unique opportunity as well to bring more females into the space. And I think I'm sure you can see the impact of that DeFi. Yeah, I definitely can. Uh, and yeah, it's definitely been a huge honor to be able to be part of the play Pokemon sphere with everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, I thought about it not too recently, maybe not like right when it was happening, but I was the first woman to cast for Pokemon Go because Gabby mm-hmm. didn't come till later. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that's something I think about sometimes. Like, that's really yeah. cool. <laughs> it's history right there, right? Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Yeah, and especially because you've been around since the very start of Sylph as well, too. I'm sure you've seen, personally seen, a huge, you know, impact that Girls at PP and a lot of women also, you know, impacting the space has had. Because I remember specifically, I probably shared the story at least like once before on the podcast, but at Chicago for Sylph Worlds, for season one of Sylph Worlds, it was all the world's competitors in this like bowling alley venue. And... I just remember one, it's like so distinct in my memory. I remember one competitor, one uh, one man, he like was like, was like, whoa, there's like, there's a girl here? Like he kept saying it, right? He kept saying it. I was like, dude, I was like, come on. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, we, we can see too, right? Like, what we'll, like, what do you want us we to say? We have eyes. Like, yeah, we have eyes. You know, uh, I guess fortunately for them, I don't actually remember like who, who it was. It, it, I don't even know if they're part of this community or not. Either way, I, I, I wouldn't, it's not even important about who that guy is, but I just remember that moment I was thinking, I was like, Man, I was like, this is such a like, uh, it's it's already probably tough to be a woman in a very dominant space by men and for many reasons, right? Um, but also just to feel singled out by that. But I feel like we've come a long way since then. I'm, there's still plenty of, you know, room to grow and stuff in that area. But um, I do think that it is nice. And you're, you're talking about how like, oh, girls at PV, you know, especially at these regionals, they'll take photos again and stuff. And I remember even at mm-hmm. OCIC and even in Australia, there was, you know, group photos of girls at PP and all this stuff. So I love that. It's like it has a very global impact, which is mm-hmm. nice. You know, I'm sure yeah. there's some women out there that still don't know about it. Um, but uh, well, actually, let's let's just throw it out there. If if any women are listening to this and want to get involved in girls at PP, how how do they join? How did they get um, be a part of A the- really easy way. I'll give you um, all for your show notes. I'll give you a link to mm-hmm. okay. uh, my link tree has a link to the girls at PVP Twitter and DMing them on Twitter is a good way to get involved. It's a public server. We just ask, you know, only what this is a server by women for women and only mm-hmm. for women to make it a safe space mm-hmm. uh, so that. Uh, so that's something we ask people, but otherwise it's just, it's a really awesome time. So I'll leave some links for the show notes for all of okay. you to be able to get okay. in contact. I can also, um, if you reach out to me, I can also get you in touch with the right people uh, to get access to the server. Um, nice. But again, just to, I think just to reiterate on some of those points, I'm trying to backtrack to where my brain was right before I said that, <laughs> but because that right. happens to me sometimes. <laughs> Uh, but again, I think it's really awesome that we've had women representation on stream, even from just our first season of Pokemon Go. I think that visibility has been really important. Having And then for this season, having both Gabby and I on uh, mm-hmm. has been crucial to be able for people at home to be able to see like this is something 
you know, this is a space where women can be having mm-hmm. all of those pictures, I think just showing uh, that people aren't alone, because that's that's scary mm-hmm. to be the only person like to be the only woman at a tournament that mm-hmm. can feel very scary. It shouldn't. And that's the point. Like the goal yeah. is to get to a place where that's not kind of scary and you don't right. have to worry especially if you're going to a group of strangers and you don't really know anybody. Uh, But knowing that there's a group there that is safe and is going to root for you and support you and be excited for you, um, Mm -hmm. win or lose, I think is, I hope to be very comforting. And I know I've had, like, it means the world to me when women tell me like, Hey, I'm going to go to the next tournament. You know, thanks Mm -hmm. for, thanks for talking about it. Thanks for hyping it up. Like that means everything to me. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, obviously part of that is being a creator in the space and kind of getting the word out. And also just like being in the creator space, there's, you know, you're showing that there is, you can not only be a player, you could be a creator, you could be a commentator too, right? Which I think is inspiring for many people. Uh, But speaking of commentary too, because you did commentary before any official play Pokemon stuff too. How did you get into it? Was that something that you always wanted to do? Or was it Uh, just like, just came about? It kind of came about. So the first ever commentating I did was, if you remember, Jiggly Dad's Shoutcasting School with <laughs> a friend of ours, Tua Butters, and then AJ uh, was part of that. I did Shoutcasting School, which I thought was just kind of fun. I think I did it twice. I think I did yeah. two different rounds. Uh, and that was just kind of fun for me. Like, oh, this is different. This is kind of cool. Uh, but I didn't think too much of it. And then a member of the girls at PVP community, her name is Sea Princess. She focuses mm. primarily yeah. now she, on... She used to yeah. be my local in Atlanta as well. Yeah, yeah, and she's big into Wayfarer. Like, I would say mm-hmm. that is her primary focus now. Yeah. Uh, but she, like, put something out there in the girls at PVP server about, hey, Sosaflow, he's looking for some... Like, he really wants to have women casting. Like, that's a big deal to him. And I messaged her. I'm like, do you think I could do it? And she was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Message him right now or I will message him. Like she was like a big person who kind of like pushed me to do that and Sosa obviously like his energy is great and he was super excited like let's go let's do it so I did a Mm -hmm. lot of casting uh, with Sosa Flow over on Team Rocket PVP Mm -hmm. uh, on that channel for a long time uh, doing all of his like Friday night fights and stuff Uh, Sosa Flow is now over on the Poke Battle Network uh, is the Mm -hmm. place to find Sosa Flow now Uh, but I did a lot of that and that led to thing doing things like uh, Sylph Showdown casting. I did um, getting involved with Sylph Worlds, doing other casts for like charity work and things. Um, this was around the time also in like in 2020, I got, you know, I started streaming because, you know, we were all in our houses and I needed mm-hmm. something to do. <laughs> so I had, yeah. <laughs> I had my webcam and I started Twitch streaming a little bit. Uh, so I was making content that way as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow, that's I, I didn't even know Sea Princess was involved in that, but that's that's really cool that she invited you to be a part of it. it that's I'm just thinking back on it too, because my first memory of her was we met at a parking lot to do trades. This was like 2019, actually, right? End of like season one, still going to season two, and she didn't PvP back then, so I just like pillaged her <laughs> like a sea Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> which i feel a little bad about because she got into pp shortly after she actually almost beat me into her first silk tournament on like round one or something i was like i was definitely wow. it came to game three it was pretty close um but that's cool that she was the one that got you it's just so wild when you bring up some of these names i'm like whoa i was like that's kind of mm-hmm. wild that they were involved in all that um 
but yeah, that's pretty, that's really cool too, because I feel like you, even though, um, I feel like you have more experience than you had more experience going into the play Pokemon commentary stuff than a lot of the men that were casting, right? Um, definitely mm-hmm. more than me. And well, Speedy's kind of weird because he just does GBLA like every week, so he, he might be an anomaly. <laughs> but but yeah. a lot of the other casters too. So yep, and um, I did GBLA one week. I did mm-hmm, Arrow yep. Draft League. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So awesome. uh, so DeFi, when it comes to your your casting, I actually have a question for you. Um, so obviously for somebody like Caleb or myself or Zionic or Butters, obviously, you know, being men, we kind of have a lot of sportscasters to look up to, whether we watch like Sunday night football or we watch, you know, uh, a basketball game on a, on a, you know, during the week. Um, I feel like a lot of us derive a lot of our, I guess, casting persona from those kinds of things. Cause we've had, we've been around it for so long, but there are very few female casters, especially in professional sports. So when you're like working on finding your own voice and kind of writing the, the, the book, the guide, so to speak on how to cast as a female caster in Pokemon, who do you look up to and how did you find your voice? Ooh, that's a really good question. So curveball, curveball. <laughs> Misty, my dog Misty is over on the couch and she's like, Ooh, mom's thinking about something. <laughs> she better be thinking about giving me a treat, and I'm going to do that Ooh. so she doesn't bark. But there you go. Finding my own voice. Uh, but I would definitely agree because, like, I'm certainly not into a lot of sports. Uh, I listen mm-hmm. to you guys talk about uh, basketball and stuff on the podcast, and I kind of <laughs> you're like you're like what like, what what's going on? Just Formula know that RC Cola has bad takes, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, Formula, sports, one is, Formula One is my sport. I really so comment okay. down below if you also like Formula One. If you're part of the mm. Venn diagram of people who like Pokemon Go and Formula One racing, mm. uh, I would say for casting, I'm more. I just kind of looked at the people in our space. I would say, like looking at you, Will, um, mm. looking at Zionic and his YouTube videos, King IV, uh, and then just being myself as well in terms of female casters i look at now i think of i think rosemary would be mm-hmm. the one that like i think she yeah. is so cool <laughs> before like once like play pokemon start like i was starting to think about mm-hmm. play pokemon she was someone that i watched who i just think is phenomenal and yeah, just the here. like the pinnacle of professionalism like mm-hmm. i think she is so cool and like always dresses to the nines like she looks great and is great and is such a great person so she's someone who i aspire to be a lot like yeah those fits are something else but yeah very i was just like who who's gonna have the second best fits going into this regional <laughs> yeah, tournament, right because it's not no one's <laughs> no one's gonna top hers right uh but no yeah she is she is uh i mean she's definitely a professional you can see because the moment she just casts like pokemon go once in a while you could instantly tell like she's just so good at commentating in general because like it's almost like she just commentates pokemon go regularly like you wouldn't even be able to tell a difference a lot of times right obviously she's not gonna bring up like very nuanced things but you wouldn't even be able to tell uh that she doesn't play pokemon go which is kind of yeah. wild so yeah no definitely a cool one for sure but yeah what what do you think about that speedy <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Right. And Speedy's um, also on the Necro fan club, so yeah. <laughs> no, I absolutely shirts. am. I, I definitely look up to look up to Rosemary in a lot of ways, and I think other other females on our Pokemon squad are also incredibly dynamic. Like Sierra, 
uh, doing her work in Valorant and League of Legends. You look at uh, Gabby as well and her history with Pokemon. I mean, she was one of the original female commentators that came in, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, she's told me before, she's, she said, I don't think Pokemon was quite ready for me when I arrived. And I feel like a lot of a lot of women get that same feeling, which is it mm -hmm. must be challenging, right, to come in and, and be something something that people don't expect or they don't think is like the norm. Uh, and you're kind of shaking a lot of opinions up. So, again, a lot more pressure on female casters, right? You can't even Caleb and I can wear the same suit every single show and nobody will say anything about it. <laughs> I mean, I learned. OK, I won't dox him. I learned one of the TCG casters. Uh -huh. Has had the same suit, Caleb. This is gonna hurt. You ready? It's gonna has hurt. Wearing, okay. It's gonna sting. He's been wearing the same suit for six years. Wait, what? Six uh, years. Wait, but, but like, but so, but are they wearing the same thing on like day one and day two, like Saturday and Sunday? No, no, they, no. I mean, I mean, sure. He, he's but brought just, the suit, the same suit to every to whatever event. Like he hasn't uh, upgraded his suits in six years. Yeah, so DM this to me because I need to. I, I will. I can't. I can't I wait for the show to end before. Yeah, but yeah. but I mean, again, like the additional scrutiny that females get. Like again, we could wear whatever we want, and we're you know we're talking about fits, right? We mm -hmm. could wear whatever we want, but uh, the second that some a female wears something that's like controversial or it's the same thing as a pr previous regional, they get lit up for just the most innocuous nonsense, right? Yeah. So that's yeah, a. So I feel like I feel like again the female broadcasters are under more of a microscope than the men, and I don't think that's debatable. Or, yeah, I for many reasons. Agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's yeah. not. It's I think about that in just a lot of aspects of the world. I'm thinking of like female mm -hmm. um, women in the Supreme Court or women in any position um, that yeah. is highly scrutinized. You can't. It's not good enough to just be good. You have to be the absolute best. Mm -hmm. Like that's mm -hmm. the bar. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the scrutiny is like you're like more under a microscope for whatever reason. I think, you know, especially in gaming, too. I don't know. I should say gaming and sports, right? Sports. I mean, there's yes. not as many like I feel like there's a lot of parallels between esports and just regular sports, too. Right. In many mm -hmm. ways. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, there's definitely a lot of that scrutiny, too. Uh, but honestly, sure. like like you all said, like a lot of the women, this uh, especially I would say all the women in the commentary space are really, really good. Right. I mean, let's not forget Lou. Right. Who like casted go in, I think it was Warsaw, like just just to help yeah. fill and stuff. And she was like incredible for the for, like she, she's after, very after, good for first time commentating go as well. Right. And she mm -hmm. does, you know, usually does VGC um, and then boo. Right. Frosty Caribou just came in like less than a year ago. Sorry, NAIC. And she's hilarious. Right? Her commentary started at an IC. <laughs> yeah, started at an IC. IC. Sorry, IC, right? Maeve as well, right? Just starting, right? Yeah. Um, and I love like, Maeve. Yeah. Maeve's got the of... fits too. Maeve's got some great fits. She does. She definitely, I mean, that's why I'm stressed all day. Everyone talking about their fits. I was like, people don't know this, but for the casters, right? A little, sp a little spoiler, right? A little insight <laughs> peek into our world. We have our own Discord and there's a whole channel with wardrobe. <laughs> and it's okay, like, I and who, good, and good. who, Posts there the most, dude. Thank okay, you. Uh, yeah, Who I, I post in wardrobe the most, dude. Thank honestly, you. that that channel should just be renamed Wholesome's channel, right? Oh, no, <laughs> Wholesome's closet. Yeah, Wholesome's, Wholesome's closet. closet, dude. This man is asking for feedback on oh, everything, right? God. Yeah. Next time, like, no, I'm gonna be this like, this shoe, this shoe, or this shoe. <laughs> yes. This no, tie no, it's... with this or this tie. <laughs> This is not an exaggeration. One time he sent in like 12 suits and he's like, I narrowed this down from 50 that I was looking at. Like 80. You he had 80, 80. And he narrowed it down. Dude. I always tell people, I was like, if you're in LA, I'll take you to my suit guy. Like part of me is like kind of nervous to bring him to my suit guy. Cause I feel like my suit guy <laughs> needs to like block out like a week just to help out wholesome yeah. here. 
right but um and that's another it's harder to find women's professional clothing oh yeah Uh uh-huh it's less straightforward i feel like right there's like there's like more things you could pair and stuff and like yeah i don't know my head spins when i look and don't even get me started on sizing don't get like sizing okay i have a question actually for sizing yeah, go, it's you, brand you based. Yeah, uh-huh. I got to jump in here. It's brand based and it's arbitrary. All right. You can be one size in one brand, but that's a different size in another brand. It makes no sense. And I feel like it uh, it's a disservice to women. Yeah, personally. Well, not only that, it just it, I found out like a couple years ago that, for, you know, for or so speedy, you know, for men's pants, you have like two numbers, right? Waist and length, right? Yep. for women's pants. They just give one number, which I don't even understand what that number is, right? It's arbitrary. Yeah, it's, it like, doesn't mean it's like a 10. Mean? Like, let's say you're a pant size yeah. 10. That means nothing. Is that it the waist? Is that the length? Like, I don't understand. It's a, it's, it's a magic weird number. Yeah. Um, yeah. That means nothing. Why? And it would mean like a 10 would be different for like Levi's than at the Gap, than at like you could like we've Mm -hmm. had people like there are pictures like put a size like I'm just using the size 10. Um, You just put the jeans up from different brands and the waist and the length, they're all different. different. And you can feel terrible uh, like as a woman going to different shops and like, oh, I'm a 10 here. But then you go somewhere else and oh, now I'm a size 16 Mm. and that feels bad. I think it's or worse when it's, it's just XL, like small, large, medium, like mm-hmm. that as well. Like two XL mm. and an XXL isn't the same thing. It's- no, no, no. So, <laughs> so like a, a little, a little history about me, right? Because people are probably wondering like how how I feel about this as well, and like the insights I'm going, I'm about to give. Um, so my mom uh, had a daughter, right? My half sister, but. Uh, her daughter was living in Florida at the time when I was growing up. So mom would like drag me to go shopping with her sometimes (laughs) when she was leaving the mall. And she would like ask like if I thought, you know, this combination looked good or this or that. And I got pretty good at giving feedback. But literally you go from store to store. And honestly, it feels like this insidious marketing scheme as well for women to like convince you that you need to like have a certain body shape or you need to like, I don't know, to say you're a six and whatever brand is like a status thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just makes no sense. It's completely arbitrary. It, it's it. also just incredibly inefficient. I just don't even. Yeah, it's the, silly. The thought process. Dude, Caleb, imagine, imagine being a 32 waist when you walk into men's warehouse and then like a 42 waist when you go to Joseph A. Bank. That's essentially not, what it is. Not even a 42 waist or 32 waist. It'd just be a 32 or 42. I don't even know if it's a waist or a length at that point. That's the go. crazy there part. There you go. Yeah. Anyways, Sorry, I, I, I think Divi was going to say something too. I interrupted yeah, you. No, I was just like, I was like, you got it. Like, Will's on it. <laughs> like, that yeah. is exactly it's a, it's to make women feel bad about themselves. <laughs> like, that's yeah. that's the point. Yeah. Well, I do. The one thing I do envy, though, seriously, I do envy how many options women have. Like a man's suit is, it's going to look like a man's suit, right? There's a few mm-hmm. things you can do with it. It's pretty rare, but women have so many combinations, so many things they can do. It's endless. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about like the the blazer kind of like and doing like a shorts, shorts yes. with like tights on there. I remember that. I remember that. And you were like, men can't do that. <laughs> I was like, how, how can you pull off shorts with a suit jacket? It, I can't. <sighs> but you can't, but women can, and it can look It'd really be, nice. Caleb, wouldn't that be comfortable, dude? If you could just wear shorts. You know, you should be the one to test it and we'll see uh, for the next <laughs> segment, up. right? Back in the day, so like, or not back in the day, like a year ago, we didn't have this like couch segment, right? Or this lounge segment. Uh, so you would never actually see below the waist, but now you actually have that opportunity. So, hey, that should be the next bet. 
I'm, I'm cooking. cooking <laughs> Wear shorts to regional. <laughs> yeah, we'd have yeah. to get so many approvals. But but well, well, but let's think about it, right? You could always say, "Hey, some of the women casters can wear shorts, right, with their blazer. Why can't I, right?" What I'm, what is I'm only what's what's I'm production going to say, it. right? What are they going to say to you for that? I'm only going to do no it rebuttal. at the same at the same regional or IC where DeFi is, and she's wearing her shorts, and then I'll stand next to her. Yes. Like, See. Yes. Maybe you both can sit on opposite ends of the couch, so it's like shorts on each side, right? But also, I want the opposite end of the couch so the table's not blocking your legs. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See. Anyways, Defi. I'm ready. I'm ready for the next bet. I'm ready for the next bet. <laughs> we were, we're, Speedy was supposed to eat a hot chip today, but you didn't get it in time. So I was like, no, this is the perfect time because if he's like foaming at the mouth, at least like me and Defi, you can have a conversation while you're like struggling. But miss me with True. that. Like, no, thank Soon. you. I am Soon, not. Though. I cannot handle the spice. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think take the spice in PvP. Not. I I try to warn Speedy because I'm just like I know people that can handle spice, right? As, or at least they say like Dijon the Gin, right? We call him Spicy or for Mark. sure, and he has. Mark's done. But Mark's done can handle spice too. Oh yeah, he can. Oh, can he? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize that. But but Dijon's like Twitch channel, like his redemption is like eating like you know spicy wings or hot sauce or whatever, and he did the one chip challenge on his stream once, and he had to like end his like stream cam so i'm telling speed i'm like you agree to this but i'm just like you need to prep yourself i'm not trying to i'm not trying to kill you right like you need to drink some pepto bismol and something be resuscitated here (laughs) so yeah it looks like you're ready in heaven in the background (laughs) 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 knock knock knocking on heaven yeah that as well i can't i can't sing that one though um so so I think this is a good segue, DeFi. Uh, the next topic here, how is your experience in Play Pokemon, Ben? I mean, since you came in, you know, since the first regional going on to this full first season, what do you think? It has been such a warm welcome and such an amazing experience. Like, I'm just so fortunate and it's incredibly humbling. Uh, one thing we did talk about, Will, is I can't believe that you have gone back and looked at your old footage, like your first uh, official cast, because I don't do think it. I could get my... I was petrified nervous i felt so bad for jim (laughs) because i was so terrified in indianapolis i think i've improved you know tenfold since then because i'm not petrified nervous anymore Mm. but you didn't like there's no crash course on no like they were just like go be yourself (laughs) yeah there's no warm-up there's no examples. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like you can like be on the show for one hour and then you're off. Like you literally lock in for two, basically six to eight hour days. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So that was that was really hard starting off. Just not even like not even really knowing how to prepare and not really knowing mm-hmm. what it was going to be like, because that was the first one in North America was Indianapolis yeah. was the one I did in that first season. And then afterwards, I was able to like, OK, this is. <laughs> You know, everything I wish I could have done better. And these are all the ways I can improve. Uh, So definitely, I feel like I've grown a lot as a caster. And a lot of that is with the support of the cast, like all the different casters from North America, from Europe. Mm. We have a really good community uh, with just like the the TPCI people, the casters. Mm -hmm. With VGC and TCG as well. And Unite coming soon. Mm -hmm. TM. Coming soon. Yeah, tell me, tell me very soon. Yeah, I, I don't. So I remember watching that uh, Indianapolis uh, stream because I was actually at a friend's wedding in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And 
sounds a little bad. Hopefully she never listens to this podcast, which I don't think she will. But I, <laughs> um, I, she, when she was like, when they were walking down the aisle, I definitely had my phone open on like mute, right? Because it was, it was, it was Dijon verse. I forgot who Dijon was facing, but he was facing someone. I was like, I got to see at least Dijon like close out the set before I close the phone, right? They weren't exchanging mm-hmm. vows or anything yet. They were just walking down the aisle. So I was like, at it in the, <laughs> at it in the corner. Um, but uh, actually, no. Actually, no. They actually, they actually already walked down the aisle. I was like a few minutes late because I couldn't find the building. And they like started that wedding on the dot. Like they, I've never been to a wedding where they actually start on time. So I actually, I fumbled the back in, in many respects there. But uh, anyway. That aside, I remember when I was at that wedding for that weekend, I, I was at a pizza place. I was just eating pizza by myself and had the stream open on the side. It was just like me, romantic dinner with myself, eating pizza and watching <laughs> uh, Indianapolis stream. Uh, but I personally didn't, uh, I mean, like, I'm sure you're a lot better now than you were then, but like, it didn't even seem awkward or anything at all, too. I was like, wow, oh, I was like, they're killing it, you know? And I know, you know, Speedy and Bugs are our own worst nice critics, Frankfurt. too. Like, I could. Also true. Like we are definitely our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. So well, for me, no, you don't even have to say nothing. Everyone could be my worst critic here because if you look <laughs> at my Frankfurt stuff, I'm like shifty eyed. Like I'm not even looking at the camera. You know how many times it took me to take a screenshot of an old photo of Frankfurt just to like compare? Like even in those photos, I'm like barely looking at the camera. I was like, it's like I don't even know how speedy. See, dealt and with I was like zoned in on the camera. Like I thought, that's like better, this is the opinion. only. Yeah, maybe that's better, but like I didn't even know. I'm like, I'm just gonna look into this, and like, yeah. but then I wasn't looking at Jim, mm-hmm. which is also mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was just very yeah. stiff. I think. Yeah. And again, it's it's probably better than I'm making it out to be right now, just because it is me thinking about mm-hmm. my own first cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people might judge it differently than I yeah. would, but yeah, I feel so much better and i love like after a cast i'm like y'all that was great like we all Mm -hmm. like i have a lot more like enthusiasm now Mm -hmm. like the best one yet yeah Mm -hmm. well i feel like every time i go to regional with you you're like man this was my best one yet i was like it probably is like everyone's getting better (laughs) and better right it's always great to hear too and you know i mean as rough rough as we were to start off we're kind of like the trailblazers in this space unofficial starting point so it's it's been cool and of course you know gabby coming on definitely helped the whole group a ton right with her wisdom and stuff and and you and gabby actually mm-hmm. cast together uh i think yes. on at least one of the days was it in baltimore 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 yeah which is yep, pretty baltimore just day one pretty huge too because i remember gabby said like hey like i would love to do like uh like a dual like women cast if possible because mm-hmm. i mean that's monumental in many respects right especially for go too so first women to cast for go first person to be a part of the dual women to cast for go i think uh speaks a lot there too which is pretty awesome but no and yeah. again it's it's very it's humbling it's like the support and just again thinking about that i don't know i can't think of another word other than i'm just so much mm-hmm. gratitude mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well uh defi i've never told you this but i was actually in uh in an uber i believe i was just checking my notes i believe it was in toronto and uh this the topic of you came up and we we're actually uh discussing the pokemon go casters in the uber and one of our producers just heaped on the praise and said, DeFi has improved so much over the course of her uh, tournaments. She's every single one, she's getting better and it's visible. It's easy to tell in every single one. She's more comfortable. She's more fluid. She's more dynamic. And I thought that praise was really, really nice. And uh, yeah, sorry to drop that on you right now, but I was, uh, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> and yeah, I feel it too. It's great to hear that other people see it. 
but that's mm-hmm. definitely something that I've been feeling and it takes work. It takes a lot of self-reflection yeah. and thinking about, uh, and I'm definitely more comfortable rewatching my most recent <laughs> uh, uh, casts and picking them sure. apart. That That's a little bit easier for me, but yeah, it takes, it takes a lot of work and a lot of practice. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that speaks to the kind of commentator you are, right? Because people that aren't as critical of themselves, they're just not going to improve. Right. I think like, yeah, I think regardless of anyone's starting point, it's really your ending point and how you progress, right? Which is the biggest testament there. So, I agree with those props. I think it's very good. Um, but speaking of play Pokemon stuff too, what um, what is something you would like to see from like the competitive sphere of the official tournament circuit? As Ooh. well, not only as a caster, but you've also competed yourself too, at least twice. I know at least once, once at NAIC, right? Yep, and yeah, I hope to compete on, um, at so. NAIC again. This year, I'm hoping, you know, I want to see just like, Will, you were saying, like, let's get it to sell out right away, 256. Yeah, come on. Uh, but hopefully not too fast because I want to be able to compete too. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would like to be able to uh, compete at NEIC uh, again this year because that was such a fun experience. That was mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've made, I think, um, and again, I know you already brought this up, Will, last week mm-hmm. because, you know, I listen to you guys every week. I'm a I'm a consistent listener, she not is. just a guest. <laughs> uh, and I've been listening since the Zionic days, so mm-hmm. it's been, you know, a, almost a hundred episodes of listening, which wow. has been pretty. Yeah, those days were like they were fun for sure for Zionic, but we were definitely more inconsistent. So I was like, yes, surprise <laughs> episode three weeks later from now, you know. But um, <laughs> but I appreciate you being a longtime supporter of the podcast. Yes. Very good content. Very good stuff. Um, nice. but to answer your question, uh, I, I want to start by saying just how much we've improved. Um, and again, going back to your point, well, from last week, Daniel, uh, like I was waiting for you to say it. I'm like, Daniel being hired <laughs> has been such a good thing. Oh, yes. For play Pokemon for Pokemon go. Like he's done so much good work. He's been such a positive influence. He's incredibly like creative and he's got big ideas and yeah i think he's just been able to execute on a lot of them Mm -hmm. as well so i give a lot of props to daniel because just the tournament experience going from uh most of our tournaments having like that am and pm Mm. split Split uh, the split (laughs) like that was a terrible experience that was probably the worst part of NAIC for me is I was in the second pod. So, oh, but you had then, to show up for the morning pod too, But right? I had to show up for the morning oh. pod. And then I'm just sitting around waiting. And then my opponent no-showed. So I had to wait even longer to oh. give them time to show up. So I like I didn't get to play until like really late. Jeez. <laughs> so that was, that was not fun for me. But yeah, I think we've improved. I just want to see... Um, ways to and again i don't necessarily have like the the golden ticket answer but Mm. i'd love to see more ways to get more people involved and more people excited like people who are going to these events for tcg or for vgc get them to experience go a little bit and maybe that's Mm -hmm. like a first step program for go if you're not familiar with first step it's what the tcg has it's kind of like a like a beginner's guide to like how the training card game works uh Mm. i went through it at neic it was really really nice just like what do the how do the cards work and what do you do it how does a turn work in tcg i think having more of that something like that for go would be really helpful um Mm -hmm. i think the big thing is just getting more people involved is what Mm. i would like to see to have bigger and better 
events. Yeah. They uh correct me if I'm wrong, but when they have the play lab, is that the play lab is the T- TCG, right? Do either of you know yes. that? Yeah. Okay. I saw that EUIC too. But I didn't walk in because I was like, I don't know, I was just tired, but I was like, it's kind of cool. Mm. Like they're like teaching people how to get into it too. I would love to see that. I mean, I think accessibility is always an issue for Go, but mm. I think like Worlds last year where they had research breakthroughs where you get Pokemon that are like PvP relevant through it, like those yes. were great ideas, I think, to get more people into it. I know Go wants you going out there and grinding and stuff, but it's hard to build a competitive team like overnight, right? Mm. Uh, actually, it's almost impossible, but that's yeah, the barrier to entry for Go is very high. Mm-hmm. very high mm-hmm. yeah, yeah no. so finding ways to get people involved and finding ways to make that barrier less high <laughs> to make it just a yeah. little bit more accessible to people mm-hmm. is what i would like to see yeah okay yeah that'd be good yeah i mean yeah daniel has his hire was definitely something else like i think i think i could speak for everyone when i say this maybe besides daniel that he has exceeded everyone's expectations. Oh, right? yes. Which is not oh, to yes. say that people had low expectations. It's just that I don't think anyone would have had that high of an expectation of what he'd be doing, right? Yes. I, didn't, I honestly didn't even know what he was supposed to be doing, but I was just like, oh, he's just <laughs> not a producer. He's going to make sure the stream runs smooth. But yeah. um, just like idea after idea, right? Which is mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah. And, and he was... And he was a member of our community beforehand, right? This wasn't just some yes. random broadcaster, which also, which is why I love that Mel got brought on too, because she was a member of our community since self season one, right? And like forever, mm-hmm. right? And been involved in many uh, of the grassroots stuff and tournaments. So having her officially on as well, it's just like, I, I, I'm I don't, really I don't excited think to see what she. I'm really excited to yeah. see what she does with her position. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't feel like, I feel like infiltration is like a negative word to use, but I feel like we have like successfully infiltrated TPCI, right? Or like we, we successfully <laughs> got our own to be our like, people a part of, our people are in. Yeah. Like we, I right. mean, nothing wrong with like them picking someone outside the community, but just like they had to learn so much about Go, right? To, to yeah. even like get to the point where Mel and Daniel are at. Yeah, and I think it's always important to note as well. I mean, Pokemon is literally one of the biggest brands in the entire world. They had their pick of anyone. They could have gone to any other esport. They could have gone to any other mm-hmm. company or corporation and just, you know, sniped away a worker or recruited somebody else. But instead, they chose somebody from our own grassroots community. I think that that speaks leagues not only about Pokemon, but also about Daniel and how impressive he was. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he is very impressive. Like, I yeah. can't, because I didn't really know. You know, Shadow Z, all that kind of stuff. Like I didn't follow him. <laughs> well, you saw him at NAIC, right? In his in his full suit. Yes, that's when I met him. That was the first time oh I ever met God. him. <laughs> so that's. I think that was the first time I met him too. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was my first time too. But yeah, yeah. Like he was a... trying to like talk to me, and I was on the phone, like I was video calling my husband as I was walking, <laughs> and then like, so I had my earbuds in, and he tried to say hi, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, what is right? happening right now? Fast forward Where a few months later, he's your boss. I know. <laughs> he's yeah. our boss. Yeah. <laughs> could uh, like could not ask for a better advocate for Pokemon Go PvP though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So um even some of the stream improvements that we've seen, like uh I don't know how much you got to watch of EUIC DeFi, but like the pre-show casting from the lounge, even the the backdrops with all the LEDs behind the um behind the battle stations on the stage uh daniel's had his hand in a lot of that so 
uh, again, to Caleb's point about like what you would like to see in the future, it feels like things are, are expanding and accelerating and go and Pokemon in general is kind of like stepping up closer to what the bigger esport titles look like. I mean, you know, this is again, very theoretical. This is like a mental exercise, but what could you see in the future? Uh, for, for me personally, I would love to see like an AR showcase where everyone in the stadium could like lift up their phones if they're playing go and they could watch like a battle between the three legendary birds and AR, like they did for league of legends years back. Right. That would be super sick. I mean, what else do you think we could see? Not to put you on the spot or anything. But. <laughs> I know, because it's... Hmm. What is something that I would like to see in the Play Pokemon experience that would just be insane? Um, I mean, we could shave Caleb's head on stage. That'd be fun, That too. would be... Yeah, that would be very fun. <laughs> Dude, you, yeah. you need to actually win a bet for that to happen, man. Let's, just, let's hey, worry careful. about the first step of the problem, Speedy. <laughs> hey, man. If you want to keep your hair, you better hope I don't win the bet. <laughs> Um, I guess <laughs> I guess something, and I really do think this is this is an attainable thing. Would just be to have instant replay, mm-hmm. have oh. instant replay, like have Agreed. two lounges, like you have your like the lounge that we have right now, and then have a smaller, um, like analyst lounge, kind of mm-hmm. like in foot, like in American football, you go over with like, and then he mm-hmm. went here, and then you can have the yeah. marker and yeah. like, okay. <laughs> And note here is where they undercharge and being able to pause and continue. I think that would be really a big benefit for uh, the production side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that'd that be too. really cool too, as well. When we have downtime between games too, you could like talk about the hype moments because like after the hype moments over, it's over, right? We're like, we can talk about like, whoa, what an incredible catch they had, but you can't really rewind it, right? You can't really yeah. watch it over. So you're going, you can't talk about the fun times so much without like any visuals there for viewers yeah um, so cool. so two points i i think the the analysis and the breakdown is really cool i think the two games that could use that the most are probably go and unite just because they're so fast you want to go back and be able to actually highlight why things are important obviously in vg it's turn-based you have like you know however many seconds between turns you can actually think about it digest it uh and if you watch a lot of other big esports as well they'll have like a break where they're transitioning casters but instead of just having like a we'll be right back or like a video or something, they'll actually have like a replay designation on the screen and then they'll just play back like 20 to 30 second clips of the previous matches. Mm. So you can see like what's been going on while you were away. And I think the replay functionality would also include that, which would be cool. Yeah. yeah. And we had uh, five casters for EUIC. We had like a host mm-hmm. person. I think if we were to get a host for like regionals and just all the go tournaments in the future, like that fifth person mm-hmm. could just be doing stuff and on the break. Like we wouldn't even need a break, right? I mean, I guess they got to yeah. play the highlight reel somehow, but like once in a while. But um, I think it would be cool to just like have someone just be like, oh, well, let's analyze this stuff while the casters are switching out and setting up and stuff. So. And that'd be a good time to bring up topical things like, you know, the big three, but do it live in terms of, hey, let's think about Speedy's big three video. Uh, let's talk about which one this particular trainer used and being able to pull things. You know, we just watched that video. Let's take a couple minutes and talk about how that mm-hmm. applied to the match we just watched. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, to switch topics a little bit here, I, I know you you talked about this earlier, but you're a part of a podcast. Which I, I don't actually know when you started with that, but it seemed like you've been involved in GoCast for a while. So you want to talk a little bit about uh, your experience there? Because you were you were probably podcasting before we were, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been doing PvP Corner. I'm going to pull mm-hmm. up when our first episode was because uh, it was in 2020. Oh, <laughs> it okay. Was, oh, wow. That's definitely so it before has been... even me and Zionic, yeah. 
Um, yep. So PVP Corner debuted on the GoCast podcast um, on October 9th, 2020. That was our first mm. episode. Okay. Wow. And wow. PVP Corner. So the GoCast podcast is a family friendly Pokemon Go podcast hosted by Chris and Kyle, who are fantastic humans out of the greater Chicago area. They're both Illinois boys. And they've had their podcast for a while. And I was a moderator, as so was Fish on a Heater, runner up at OCIC this year. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of joking around and on a Twitch stream, like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if the mods took over? And what would this moderator do if they took over the podcast for a day? <laughs> oh, you know, if DeFi and Fish took over, it would just be PvP the whole time. Ooh. Could you <laughs> imagine? Could you imagine? And then Chris was just kind of like, yeah, you guys should do that. And then we brought him an idea like, yeah, maybe we could just be on like, you know, 15 minutes, just be a quick little snippet every episode. Mm-hmm. We could like we could easily find 15 minutes of PvP stuff to talk about each week. And then Chris and Kyle were both OK <laughs> and just let us do that. And we started about 15 to 20 minutes each episode. It's a weekly podcast. And then it became, you know, 25, 30 mm-hmm. 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Uh, And it's been that way for years. And then very recently, uh, we kind of decided, still within that same GoCast feed, but to separate out PvP Corner. So then Mm -hmm. we can have like long form episodes if we want to. Like we can have a guest on Mm -hmm. and talk for two hours and not make this one gigantic, then put it with the actual GoCast show, which covers, you know, the news. Um, and all the events and they have a poke poll and a gear up section and uh, emails and voicemails. So adding on to that, it ends up being like a five hour long podcast. So instead, <laughs> um, so now it's actually really good for all the listeners because they get two pieces of content each mm-hmm. week uh, instead yeah. of just the one huge piece of content. Yeah. It's also it's... easier to find too, because um, I definitely listened to some of the PP corner when it was like all in the same episode. Uh, but now that you all have separate episodes, Unfortunately, I'm not listening to the longer episodes, but I am listening to all the PP corners, which is cool because you could just click on each of them, which is which is very nice too. So it's just for those who are curious, uh, I believe it's just called GoCast podcast, yep. right? Yeah, GoCast podcast. Um, so you can find that it on... link is in my like when I give you my link to my link tree, that's in mm-hmm. the show notes as well. Spotify is like the easiest place to find them, but they're on yeah. any podcatcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, and that's been going on for quite a while, which is cool to see yeah so you all do two episodes a week right one with like the main episode and one with the pp corner yep so the main episode is just chris and kyle and they might have a guest or do something and then it's fish on a heater and i okay uh, so fish and i only record once a week which you yeah. know mm-hmm. could be difficult to do more than that kind of time that's honestly plenty zones yeah. with mm-hmm. my friend in true. australia <laughs> yeah that's it's, true it's, fair. it's hard it's hard enough to coordinate once a week it would be i think it'd be a lot tougher to do like multiple times oh, a yeah. week yeah, that was the thing with me and Zionic too. He was like, "Well, I'm even further time zone now now that I moved to LA." But yeah, it was it was definitely a struggle. Um, Speedy and I are yeah. G Gen, so so we when we can't coordinate, <laughs> it's just that we can't coordinate during the daytime when we're both. Yeah, yeah, boys. exactly. There's like something else going on. So I just had this this realization, DeFi. Uh, so you and I, this is actually pretty funny. You and I are two casters for the Pokemon Company. And both of our co-hosts have actually qualified for Worlds through the Play Pokemon Championship Series, right? Um, both both co-hosts so, only got second, couldn't close it out either. <laughs> out, 
Also, also correct. Uh, so lots of parallels there. Um, I just wanted to ask you from your personal experience. I know like you and I talked about this uh, around OCIC. You probably talked with other casters as well. But just like if you wanted to speak publicly on it some more, how did it feel when your co-host and friend Fish on a Heater performed so well at OCIC? And again, it's like this global aspect of Pokemon Go, right? Like you said, hard to coordinate with your friend in Australia, but you made it work. And seeing him like succeed all the way across the ocean, I mean... Again, we're all connected by this game in a unique way. And I think you have a very unique story in that regards. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was so excited, like watching the stream, like at weird OCIC hours. And also Chris, <laughs> who is a big fan of fish as well. So Chris was in, um, was it Vegas? Vegas. Yeah, yeah Vegas the, was during OCIC. Tour, yeah. So mm -hmm. Chris is in Vegas with someone else from the GoCast podcast. They're sitting at a bar with like a phone and they're just like fish, 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 fish. And I'm sitting at my house and I have OCIC on my TV and we're like DMing like, oh my gosh. And we're like screaming like he's in Vegas. I'm here and we're screaming. Um, so excited for fish who yeah. uh, just deserves it. <laughs> like just needed this win. Um and we were just so hyped and it was just mm -hmm. like that was really cool like he's got like our boys going to japan and just like flipping out mm -hmm. <laughs> that's awesome like the, the hype was real i think my favorite thing chris messaged me was like is this what it feels like to like sports like is this what liking sports <laughs> is like and i'm yeah. like yes this is what liking sports is like mm -hmm. Yeah, especially our if you have team someone, is winning, team right? Fish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, team fish, like someone that you're rooting for. Like anytime I have a teammate that's doing well at a regional, I'm like, you know, when I'm commentating, I gotta be unbiased, right? But in backstage, sure. if I'm not coming, <laughs> I'm on admin table. I'm like, yo, let's go, like let's go, Alberto, like let's go, you know. Uh, I was supposed to say Auburn was the one I was cheering for. Ramberto was hard to cheer for because he's my opponent, but you know, that's it's fine. Yeah. I'm happy for him too. <laughs> We yeah. all do that, I think, a little bit. Like we have the people yeah. we want to really win. Like we're mm -hmm. we're cool and unbiased. We give good comments. Yeah. I think we're all really good at that. But then we yeah, we try. We're like, woo! <laughs> mm -hmm. no. Yeah, I, I I won't I won't say uh, I won't say this is DeFi in particular, but you know, <laughs> when when. When uh when Khaleesi Fitzy has a couple of tough games on the stream or Bird Power has a tough break, you know, somebody's pressing the cough button I'm next to and they're like, Oh damn it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, you know, I, I thought of um, like I'm a big rise to occasion fan too. Rise yeah. as well. Like, yeah. He's doing well and I'm like, cough button, let's fucking go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, I am really glad they don't have our face cams when the games are going on. Oh, dude, I know. That's a, that's a, safe, that's a that's it's safe hard lot. to be on for that long. Like, I can't imagine mm -hmm. like keeping track. Even just now, like, I keep like thinking back to like, oh, I'm on camera, mm -hmm. <laughs> and like yeah. just thinking back to like, how am I sitting and all of that. That would that would be mm -hmm. so hard to do for an eight hour. <laughs> Yeah, especially for our official intense. thing, right? Like for a mm -hmm. podcast and stuff. Like, not that I don't care about the podcast, but at a certain point, <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. If you hate me, you hate me. Right? If you're a score trapper, you're a score trapper, right? Like, what do you want me to do, right? Like, you know. And I was but, like, but I know the, official the boys one, are going to wear t-shirts, but I've got like, I got like a nice shirt on. I got yeah, yeah, a little valor representation. I like it. <laughs> like it. <laughs> nah, man. Hey, I, I, I know. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I got. I got. Get. I got to take what I can get. <laughs> yeah. The Fair. the mystic reveal for all of our YouTube viewers. <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh, while you're all talking about that whole thing too, I thought of another similarity that both of you have too. Um, besides 
you know, co-caster parallels. Oh, uh, there's at one go. point in time, both of you didn't even have a beard too. So definitely. <laughs> it's true. Will and I are also big Fall Out Boy fans. That's Fall also Out true. Boy. I've been really, I've been all over that album, DeFi. I listen to it all the time. Wait, they come out with a new album? Yeah, yeah. and I'm going to oh, go see did? them in concert this summer. Wow. Um, well, you've got to, you've got your picture with the whole band. I know, a, I know. What? Like they're not doing a VIP like picture thing. Like I'm not gonna get that. Wait, what? Where, where, where's still. this picture at? You need to share it. But it does. No, it doesn't exist because I don't. I don't have a beard in the photo, so you can't. See <laughs> yeah, you need. I've, like, yeah, help, I've help us out if you have a picture of it. <laughs> like I've gotten, I've gotten some secret access to oh, uh, seeing Will with a, the band. I, that could be a future bet. You review the picture reveal. Oh, yeah. that's like, that's, that's, a punishment, well, that's right? not even that bad of a punishment. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. That. Like, that's yeah. a really cool thing. We'll, we'll do like a yeah. race, race you, like veteran punishment. You could go, like that, you, you know? can go into anybody's Facebook and find something like that. And be like, oh, ouch. Oh, now that you say that, uh, you, maybe I'll just do some digging myself. You know, detect the <laughs> Caleb here. Yeah. Maybe I don't even need it. After, after Onion Frank started posting pictures of me in the GBLA Discord, I've just changed all my privacy settings. So <laughs> no, no, no uh, chance. <laughs> but see, this is this all could have been avoided if you shave your beard on time. Because if you shave oh. your beard on time, people won't have to go and look for photos of you without a beard to pressure you to get your old look back, right? Oh Just wow, karma, man! It all comes down to it. <laughs> uh, speaking of bets, too, I know we have Swine Up Community Day coming up, mm-hmm. and uh, and me and Speedy usually have a Stardust bet. I'm curious. We're gonna take. I I, I want to hear your ideas on around the Stephi. What should a punishment be for the person that gets less dust? Assuming neither of us are weather booster or you know, we we had if one's boost and one's not, then it's just all bets yeah. off. Then we just negate it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean a very topical one uh would be having to use a Great League Mammoth Swine in like the open Great League. Like oh, play that, that for will, a day. That for a whole day for twenty five battles? Yeah, twenty five battles you gotta use Holy crap. Or you can, you can adjust it to whatever you two feel comfortable no, yeah, yeah, yeah. with. But we can do 20. Yeah, I think 25 is enough. <laughs> I think that would be. Yeah. <laughs> it's plenty. <laughs> I, think, like, for I the, want a few times after that content. one. <laughs> yeah, you've got content. You get content out of it. Again, not right. the worst punishment. I'm all yeah. about giving Speedy more content, so let's do it. I like it. I yeah, like it. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. How about this? You. I don't have, think you uh, should be required to use ancient power though, because that's just pain. Yeah, I was just about to ask that. Do we want to do ancient power now? Because no, just, that's, ancient power is just bad. It's yeah. bad. I have a I have a question, D five, but I'm afraid of the answer. Are you ready? Yes. Can the mammoth swine be shadow? Well, I mean, it's your bet. It's not the bet that I'm laying but, down. But right we now. would feel guilty. How, how much more frail do you want this guilty. thing to be, though? I also, yeah, that that too. Dude, like, does Shadow you, even help this let me, thing? Let me, let me check to you see. You actually if I need have to one. knock things out. You know, you need to knock uh, things out with the Shadow bonus. Think... But but okay. but that's the thing as well. If if the if the bet was inspired by D5, would it make sense to do Shadow Pokemon in her spirit? I don't think so. I don't think so. Now I want to play the Shadow. What is what cup is it going to be right after? It's, well, we're going to have Great League for another like two weeks or so, a week okay. or so. So we yeah. should just, you definitely have to use it for Great League, right? Okay. Um. Yeah, I think, uh, dude, I don't, I, I have, I have a shadow one I potentially could make. It's, it's about the same. You flip a couple things. So with the shadow, you win against Alola Ninetales. You beat Lantern and you beat Kofa Grigas. Hmm. But the shadow does lose some matchups as well, like uh, against Heavenly. Shadow A nine. 
you you actually lose Pelipper as a shadow. Yeah, because that weather ball uh, probably one shots you. <laughs> uh, pretty much, you you lose G Fisk as a shadow as well, so mm. it's a trade off. That's what. Well, I'm I'll saying. let you decide, like, Speedy. Once you lose this bet, if you want your shadow. Or not, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I will I say though, he's the, pretty good though at the Stardust. Dude, once. he is. He is. He the only one he lost was the one where he was at Orlando and he couldn't like grind for a while because he had to. Did he have to write the script or something? Or yeah, I had to write the the wrap up script. So I only Caleb played Fletch. for like thirty minutes, and then Caleb was like, "Yeah, the bet still counts." So, of course it counts. It that's is. that's on you, man. You should have told should have told James you got stuff to do. <laughs> you back in the yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, Caleb. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, I'd like to see uh, you tell. Producer. I'd like to see you tell James that. Oh, right. that's not you know that's a bet to problem, win. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't do my job because I have a bet to win, but pay me anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, you know what James sure. would say to that? He'd be like, "You're already losing to the bet to Caleb, right? Come on now. Uh, Remember at EUIC, you we you asked the production team like like who they got hey, their money on, me versus you. Let's let's not let's not discuss EUIC. We don't want to talk about who killed the stream for a minute. Like, oh, we already talked about that last time, right? I take full responsibility, right? Speedy paid me a hundred bucks to kill the stream, and I did it. Oh what? Oh, man, of my word. <laughs> you know, actually, speaking of EIC, it was actually really cool that after the ghost stream was over, we were walking behind towards backstage, and it was like people spectating the TCG stuff. They were there were a bunch of people playing Go Battle League. It was kind of wild. I was yeah. like, whoa, they're they're doing some GBL while watching TCG. I was like, okay, like, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. it's kind of cool. Um, that's one thing I like about Go is like you know. It seems like a lot of people at least casually play it, right? Because like yes. you're just at a band, there's much stuff. Why not, right? Like a lot of our our co-casters for VGC and TCG, and even Unite, like they play Go right casually, which mm -hmm. is kind of cool. Um, but yeah. yeah, right. Well, I love that idea. Um, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Um, we have a T segment. I told uh, Stephanie about this ahead of time too, but um, I asked her for some ideas. I actually don't. I don't think I looped you in on this, Speedy. I was like, no, what are some deep segments you want to talk about, right? Because we talk about a lot of stuff. And honestly, it could just be the the general niantic incompetence of the week, right? Uh, starting oh with their tweets, uh, the now deleted tweet, it was the reviews for going outside are in. It was like 95% tomato, 100% popcorn. It was like a Rotten Tomatoes reference or whatever. Yep. So uh, at Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato is the actual like critics, mm -hmm. like people whose job it is to critique and audience, like anybody in the audience do, would be the audience review, the popcorn side. Yeah. The popcorn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On top that of that, they hate in such poor taste. Like I can't even like. Dude, that Niantic Twitter does the weirdest stuff though. Did you see the one where they had the dancing bears? And the bears Dude, were like twerking and I, stuff. I don't know which intern is running that Twitter, <laughs> but they they're one of the biggest zoomers I've ever seen. Isn't it Blutnir? Isn't that he changed his oh, uh, Twitter he? name? I think he changed his Twitter name to Niantic's unpaid social media intern. Oh my yeah, gosh. Pretty much. Dude, wait, <laughs> you know what's more wild? It might not even be an intern. <laughs> it might just be a full It's true. Employee. Hopefully it's not the one that listens to our podcast, if there is one that listens to our podcast. <laughs> right. You never know, man. Know. Yeah, if if it's not you, Let's but it's your coworker, man, help a brother out, man. Humble <laughs> to, you know, figure out. But there were a bunch of tweets from Niantic support as well. Um, mm. There are a few things, right? They it was um, there was part of it was like part of the announcement or part of like something where they said you get like extra XL candies this week for this week's events, and they like completely roll that back, right? 
And then it was I have so trainers, we'd like to clarify that there's an error with our infographic for the sustainability week Mm -hmm. event bonuses. The stated half distance to earn candy with your buddy Pokemon will not be available as a bonus for this event. So instead of them to implement that, right? (laughs) Yeah, you could have just like put it in like, Mm -hmm. oh, surprise, didn't mean to do this. But and it makes sense with all the other things they're doing, like all the buddy stuff. Like that would be very thematic for sustainability week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I mean, and people were already going I out just, and budding, doing buddy hearts, right? Like, why not? It just it reminds me so much of the treatment that PvP has gotten for the past two to three seasons, where the blog post comes out, it's filled with errors, the the image assets aren't updated, the cups mm-hmm. are named incorrectly. It feels like that kind of lack of care and lack of attention is bleeding out into everything else. And again, like you know, we we reference a lot of memes, right? It's like first time, <laughs> first time being <laughs> here. <laughs> there's a crap ton of errors. No, not my first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so embarrassing too, man. This is a this is a nine billion dollar company with you know hundreds of millions of active players, and it they literally can't write a blog post. It's like, and it, it's, it's not even that. Either. Like, there's so let's cover all the other stuff, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Okay. and then we can okay. really dig in because the first one I think of the week, um, on the 18th, there was an error in the blog regarding eggs too. Like they said it was going to be, we had previously stated that a certain Pokemon would hatch from two kilometer eggs, but it's actually seven kilometer eggs. So that was a mistake. And then on top of that, also on the 18th, if you were like me and had your mystic hero special research reset, Mm -hmm. just like spaghetti code, like all of a sudden your page three is reset. Uh, But then they, they just gave it to everyone. That one, they did like a pretty good, like oh our bad here you go but like why is that why did that happen like yeah. what what spaghetti noodles in the code got crisscrossed um yeah and, and they didn't even tell players it happened either so i saw lots of posts on twitter of people saying wait what happened to this step of my research it just like vanished right i don't understand what's going on with it and you had to go to twitter to find out like they didn't tell you in the game. So imagine all the, the again, millions of trainers who aren't active on Twitter and are like, wait, my game just skipped a stage and I don't know what's happening now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. come on. And then later it just completed. And they're like, like what? Why did this happen? Yes. Yep. And yeah. also, like, apologizing for the confusion um, for the sustainability week, they put, like, a really short um, ends in for us in two days box free item bundle. Mm-hmm. Did that get announced in the news section? Like did I that get announced so. in app? Yeah, it, it was it was somewhere. It was it was either on I don't know if it was announced in app, but it was on Twitter that they definitely but, announced it. But yeah. not in app. Not in so app, if you're yeah. a casual player and you don't necessarily check the shop every day, because you don't maybe you're free to play or you just play casually, mm-hmm. you're not gonna know that you can get like a free couple incubators and a poffin. And you had to collect mm-hmm. it within like a 24 yeah. hour, 40 hour span, because I saw someone try to claim it and they couldn't because like it was expired mm-hmm. it was so weird i mean the fact that it's still even available to be claimed and then you couldn't claim it was absolutely wild to me i don't know if you two saw this but i got an announcement an actual in-game announcement about tuning in to euic right the europe international championships i got that announcement after i got home from london did you all get that like after the event was over or was that just me because i'm i was just like wait what's the point of this announcement it, it even said, i definitely like, got seven an in-game days ago. one for something like yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it like popped up like seven days ago yeah, I'm like, like I've been getting some of those too. What's the point yeah. of an announcement that gets like pushed when it's seven days ago news? Like I was so confused. 
No idea. Uh, no, I, I don't think I got that, but I saw a bunch of people on Twitter post that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I thought it was just my late. own error. Like, I didn't refresh my news or I don't know what, but I think it was just late for everyone. Yo, speaking mm-hmm. of Sustainability Week, do you all remember back in the day, Because especially because we've all been playing the game for years, mm-hmm. I feel like the first time they had Sustainability Week or it was like an Earth Week or something, they had a bunch mm-hmm. of in-person community events, right? And like, yeah, if you clean go up to events. Enough, you get like in-game like bonuses, right? If enough people sign up. Is there anything like that this week? Because I, I don't know. Self is doing something still. Yeah. Like where they have like, hey, if you clean up your community, you can get this badge. But right. nothing mm-hmm. official. See, that's so weird. Like I, I get like Niantic like trying to be like, oh, this is our mission or values, whatever. But they're not even doing what they used to do, right? And they're still like cutting down the actual in-game modes. Like what is, what's the sustainability part of sustainability week? <laughs> like you have more people just catching bond suite outside like i don't even know yeah right? like you they could have done something super easy about like like i know this is way overdone and i don't know how much it actually helps but you know we're gonna commit to planting this many trees or we're gonna put this much money sure. into this yeah. depending on how many bond awesome. suite are caught or how many yeah. whatever are caught we are gonna put this much money into an ocean cleanup fund there you yeah, go not know. not hard mm-hmm. free ideas well <laughs> like, and fact- employee here you go yeah, and the other thing is they've done these events in the past. Like, like it's not like, mm-hmm. oh, we don't know how to do it because it's our first rodeo. Like, they literally did this years ago. Why not just build upon the infrastructure you had before, implement similar strategies, right? Hit up the same mm-hmm. orgs that you partnered with back in 2017 or whatever, whenever they did it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't and know it's just, it, does, it doesn't seem like so much is their priority right now. I don't know if they're just putting no. all their priority into their new games and that's where they're <laughs> shifting focus. Yeah, but that seems like a big mistake considering Pokemon Go is what makes them their money. Periodot, right? What was it called? Yeah, Periodo. Periodo. Hey man, I'm not gonna play it. Like I'm gonna be the the biggest Periodo caster there is in the world. Watch out, competitive Periodo. Yeah. Oh no. But then, um, what I was gonna say earlier because I just wanted to like cover all the tweets and like get that out of my headspace. Yeah, let's do it. But it's not even that Niantic, because Niantic, again, it's not like a small indie company. Like, they're a big co- they're, they're a big company, but also they represent, like, on, the, like, their stuff, they have the logo for the Pokemon company, which is the biggest mm-hmm. company, like, the biggest IP in the world. Like, how do you make errors? Like, how do you make errors on posts that have the Pokemon logo on it? Like, no, not, it's not even a Niantic thing. Like, how do you do that to the... To, daddy pikachu and have daddy no. pikachu be okay with it like how does yeah. that work i think that's a great point DeFi, and that's what i've honestly started to wonder right because it's like it's like if somebody else was licensing your ip let's say you i don't know you own another brand like jurassic park right and and uh jurassic park i guess you know news releases are getting pushed out and they're full of errors because this company you're partnered with is like mishandling your ip i feel like at a certain point that has to frustrate tpc right or they have to be annoyed by it I mean, how does this just keep happening? I don't understand. It's weird too because I used to work in communications and like I would I would send out t- official tweets or things on the website. If there was ever a typo and me and my boss and see it, like I'd be stressed the moment that hits online. Right? I'm mm-hmm. like trying to edit that instantly, right? Let alone before people start memeing on it. I guess like there's a lot more eyes on Niantic stuff than some small public health nonprofit. But still like before it even goes live, there's like – I have at least another pair of eyes reviewing it besides me just looking over to him and be like, I need to make sure there's no typos because I'm not trying to get chewed yeah. up by my supervisor. But on top of that, if I'm going to chew up by a supervisor, at least 
she's going to catch it right before it mm-hmm. goes out. I just don't understand like the there's like no checks and balances almost, which is just wild yeah. to me. Okay, least, on, to build on that, to build mm-hmm. on that, um, even if you're not gonna pay somebody to to do that, even if like let's say you just can't have an employee to do that, mm-hmm. Niantic has partnered with some pretty fantastic human beings. Um, I know I'm sitting amongst <laughs> I'm sitting amongst them, <laughs> but for PvP mm-hmm. specifically, who would yeah. probably be very happy to proofread for free. Mm-hmm. The blog post. Like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think there's plenty of people in that group who would happily look, like, take 30 seconds to look it over for yeah. free in, it, exchange it done... for, in exchange for seeing it early. We'll proofread it for you. Like, having some kind of, like, very. Am yeah, I like wrong? maybe the week before. No, 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 yeah. no. I was, I was just to, to your point, DeFi. I mean, we can knock it out in like 10 minutes or less, and then it would mm-hmm. be error free. We could verify any kind of questions that they they're unsure about, right? About like encounters or anything like that. And it would be quick. It'd be super quick. And that's what I I just don't understand. Like, how can you have a this is just PvP we're talking about? How can you have a global event for all trainers and you don't have 10 minutes, 10 minutes of your entire day to have somebody else read that and proof it? I don't understand. Or even again, like not even for the PvP group, like for the sustainability, you've got content yeah. creators. Let them see it earlier and let them help you proofread it. I yeah. don't, because I'm sure these events mm-hmm. are planned like way in advance. <laughs> way, way in advance. Like they are, like I'm sure like next year's GoFest is already probably in the works. Like, and yes. they have that mapped out, like what that's going to look like. Dude, and just what tell us when the dates are, are for be. this year. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Just, also that. It's just like, uh, I don't get it. I mean, all right, so something I was just doing now is I pulled up their glass door, right, for Niantic. Ooh. I'm not going to read through this stuff because there's, like, people that dropped whole novels on this stuff. There are <laughs> definitely some positive reviews, but uh, the positive reviews aren't very aren't very detailed. But the negative reviews, oh, they're detailed. <laughs> they're detailed already. Uh, I know. And again, but... I always want to specify, too, whenever we kind of, like, are pulling our hair out. We know there are great people at Niantic who are working mm-hmm. on this game. And there is no reason, even if you're frustrated, to like lash out at people yeah, on the internet. Like, don't be that guy. Yeah. Don't be that guy uh, who's makes death threats on the internet. Nobody will like you. Nobody will want to be your friend. So That's stop true. it. And it won't. It won't. It won't help anything. <laughs> and it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It's not, like, you're not going to change anything. Oh, yeah. User like 472 threatened me, so I'm gonna go and change everything on Niantic now. Right? Yeah. No, it doesn't work that way. It's very ineffective use of yeah. your time. Uh, but so we, I know there are awesome people who work there who are doing their best. This, the problems are coming from higher up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. We'll see if they get it together or not. I mean. The, the good news is they do work with TPCI. I don't know how much or how much influence they have over them, but I'm always hopeful that there's some some type of potential pressure they could apply to them to help, you know, mm. get their get their stuff together. Get their stuff I, together. I think it's honestly, based on all these things that have been happening over the last three months, I think it all comes down to priorities. It's like, sure, you want to run a marathon, but you need to tie your shoes first. 
You need to actually like drink water before you go run. <laughs> like you need you need to you do the basic things right. Put on, you need yeah, to you put need, on your pants. Yeah. Dude, you're not even your shoes. You gotta put on your pants. Dude, they're dehydrated and also like tying handcuffs to like the ankles at the same yeah. time for this marathon. Like Yeah. And and I don't know if if the distraction is Monster Hunter or Parado or whatever the hell else they're they're <laughs> they're forcing their team to work on. But seriously, you need to brush your teeth in the morning before you like start <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, you need to say this analogy again. I, I don't know if you heard this like a few weeks ago, DeFi, but this analogy I, I can't made, remember it, it just did not resonate with me. No. And I don't like you know, say it again, Speedy. Let's let's. let's I can't I can't remember it now. It, it's Dude, out of my memory. I just I just that's know, that's I probably for the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then PP Steve back. not like it too. <laughs> I can't remember. See, I mean, Steve loves Whalmer. Whalmer has huge teeth. He knows, he knows all about brushing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> anyway. Didn't, all right. What a, <laughs> what an interesting time to be alive. It, I mean, like even, I feel like there were a lot of times back in the day, even before PP dropped, I like loved a lot of the Pokemon Go events, you know, there was like, oh, yeah. like more like, I remember it was like you get more dust for catching ground or grass types or sustainability. Mm -hmm. I like back in the day before people, I was like, I was walking around like just still catching it. Like I was like, I'm having a great yeah. time. I don't know what I was storing Stardust for back then, right? Like it's not like I was just collecting stuff. Like, it, Do you it remember like OG people. Halloween? Like the first oh, yeah, Halloween uh -huh. event? Yeah. Was, that was well, busted. <laughs> it was, was yeah. insane. Mm -hmm. Like was I think we need some of that serotonin in this game right yeah. now. Well, and also the endless waves of events, right? Go ahead, Caleb. Uh, I was just saying, like the endless, like back to back to back to back events is also kind of draining, right? Because then we're comparing them all, and they don't hit the same anymore. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons too. Like, I wouldn't mind certain events being longer, like Halloween event. Just make it two weeks, right? Make it a whole month, right? I don't like, you know, like no one's going to complain about extra Halloween spawns, but more like, you know, Galarian, um, Yamas, right? In quests yeah, exactly. and extra candies and stuff, but. Yeah, you're you're right. Like I think, like DeFi said, like the first the first Halloween meant incredible, right? And it, remember when raids first dropped, be like you begin like twenty golden ras and like thirty like rare candies per raid. It was amazing, mm -hmm. right? And of course, and just they people just swarming. Like I remember like Lugia raids when they first yeah. dropped. You have like yeah. 40, 50 people, even in like small communities. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like that you're was like, nuts. You're nerfing the rewards from raids now. <laughs> years after it's been released like you're not going to get people more interested in raids right it's just i don't know there's just like i feel like they're just like basic logical fallacies they have in their stretch strategic plans just don't make sense mm -hmm. like it's like so like whoever's running i know i don't know it's probably multiple people right so i'm not pointing fingers but whoever's making a lot of these decisions i hope to god they're never planning no parties right because that would be the most boring oh party ever right like that's sh they should never be a party planner of any sorts even if it's like their kid's birthday they should leave it to their like mm -hmm. significant <laughs> other or friends to help host it because mm -hmm. You know what I would like to see again? Free ideas for Niantic, and I'm sure I get. I'm sure somebody has thought this up, but I want to see more events that are tied to actual, like global events, um, like yeah. things like, uh, like sustainability week is linked to Earth Day, like that that idea, mm -hmm. but to other like religion and culture events, like more Day of the yeah. Dead type stuff, more yeah, like Festival of Lights. We we had mm -hmm. an international women's day event like years ago, and they had a bunch of Nidorine, Nidorina, yeah, and, yeah, um, and they were and shiny, and it was spawning. yeah, that and, was and cool, Ralts, right? Yeah, like uh, female Ralts, like like those are like I don't like like. Niantic, you've literally done this stuff before. Just do it again. <laughs> like, it's not that hard. You don't have to. It was only successful redo, the like, first time. Yeah, it was fun. Like, you could build on top of it. Obviously, there's more like 
you know female Pokemon now in the game than there was. Like you can switch it up, but mm-hmm. like you have, have a only female combi spawn in the wild because yeah. I have a ninety eight percent shiny male and it makes me upset. Yeah, it it makes that, me upset. he's useless. No offense yeah. to him, but he's useless. So yes, yeah, he he I is mean, a male. Honestly, men in most I will say like male spe- males in most species in the planet are pretty underwhelming. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> like like there's just like like they're all like the like like ants, like they just literally just use them for reproductive purposes and just like kick them out. Like, True. Yeah. True. Or they're or just spiders. there to look pretty they're there to look pretty. Like the male peacock or the male cardinal. Mm. Like they're yeah. there to look they're there to look yeah. nice. The praying mantis, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, praying mantis. Yeah. Or the anglerfish. Yeah. That one's what, even what, scarier. What does the anglerfish do? Look, I'm going to let everybody look that up. Because okay. it's oh, horrifying. No. Anglerfish. Yeah, male, female anglerfish. Like, I'd, I'll summarize it, but I want you guys to look it up. Because it's actually kind of horrifying. The, oh they, like, God, the right female now. anglerfish is the big one with the light. Mm-hmm. And the oh, male no. gets, like, absorbed. Like, he gets stuck onto the female. And she literally, like, absorbs him. Wait, into what? His it's skin. that much it is smaller? Like, it's like a really yes. It's, what? The yeah, heck? the males are tiny compared to the females. How does that even happen? That's like it's just wild that they're the same species. Like he like disintegrates into her. It's yeah, very. The, the male becomes parasitic and never releases from its mate again, feeding from her blood. What Dude. the hell is this? I don't know. I feel like there's some bum husbands that are like that in real life too. Yes. <laughs> there's some, maybe the size difference is as big, but I feel like that's a. In human nature, it's more metaphorical, but it's still accurate. Dude, it's just like uh, some men that don't even know how to do their laundry, right? Not just men, but there's like probably like they're typically more men than I'm like, how do you not know how to do laundry? It's wild. Yeah, true, true. Uh, so, so think of that next time you see a lantern, everybody. <laughs> yeah, the all, we're it's, facing the female. It looks sure. horrifying. <laughs> like if you ever see a video of it, just random uh, trivia knowledge. Wow. Male and female anglerfish. It is horrifying. Dude, I learned something new today. Never <laughs> You're welcome. Right? Yeah, yeah lantern Cheers. and Pokemon. No, they they gotta be all female. It, it'd be like a tin pole <laughs> with a male like mm-hmm. version of that. True. But anyway, that nature, you crazy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway we covered a lot of things today i mean is there anything that we didn't cover that you would like to share stephanie i mean i got time to talk you know but i know it's getting late for both of you no i'm good i think we covered a lot of really really good stuff this was an awesome conversation i'm really happy to be on we got some good you know general niantic blunder Hmm. tea yeah that we got to discuss dunk on them a little bit right deservingly so (laughs) Yeah, yeah, deservedly so. Uh, well, thank you for being a part of the podcast. Thank you for the punishment idea for Swine of Community Day. I mean, I'm going hard, you know. See, I know you you usually win the best when you have time, but I don't know what I don't know what's going on in in Mississippi, right? You must be crossing the we'll border see. to get like an extra hour. Like you must be going to Eastern hey. Time Zone somehow. I, I don't know, playing four hours or something. But hey, man, there's casual and there's committed. All right. So. Well, how about this? Loser has to stream sometime next week. Their mammal swine sets. Fair. Okay. You got to put a deadline on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we still be waiting for this Bastion usage forever. Dude, like, we actually after after we end the the interview with DeFi, we should schedule that coming up. Okay. <laughs> you tell me when, right? Like, dude, I'm just like, telling. Okay, okay. Like almost like here. I'll. Well, dude, it depends <laughs> on when like you're available. <laughs> 
Depends uh, on I you're mean, available. Right? Um, I'll, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. Okay, but yeah, fair. That'll be good. Maybe you do swine up one day and Bastion the next day. Or oh, that sounds better, wonderful. But I got, I got, a, I got a great idea. I got a great idea. This is gonna be perfect. If you lose a bet, you do mammal swine and Bastion <laughs> in this in the same sets. <laughs> mammal oh, swine God. Bastion core. Dude, no, no, no. In my mind, I was like, yeah, I'll gain Elo with with Caleb's stupid Basti team, and then I'll lose it all with the with the mammoth swine. All right, yeah, now you're about to now it bounces out, right? Little... It's a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's only going down. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well, DeFi. I, I wanted to give you another chance here as we wrap up to to plug um, PVP Corner and Go Cast again. Where can people find it? Yeah. So again, I'm going to give all of you links in the show notes to find me. Mm. Um, Go cast podcast. You can find that anywhere in any podcatcher, Spotify, Google podcast, iTunes, whatever place that you find it. Spotify is really cool though, because Go cast Chris and Kyle have the video version, uh, much mm. like Caleb and Speedy do. So that is something cool to check out on Spotify uh, to find fish on a heater. And I also want to shout out um, some of I want to shout out a lot of the girls at PVP uh, mm. for being so awesome. So I really want to shout out that server. Um, there's a lot of women in there who've been super influential to me. I would be remiss if I didn't talk about Enhoff and how awesome she has been and what a great friendship that has been and how much that's gotten me through and just everyone in that community being so fantastic. So shout out to the girls at PVP server. I'll put a link to their Twitter DMing. The Twitter account is a good way to get started. If you're a woman who wants to get involved in the server, it's a great place to be. Uh, really just I don't know how else to say it it's just comforting and mm. uh, we're all there for each other just a yeah. lot of camaraderie uh, together uh, which nice. is fantastic uh, if you want to see me on my own you can find me on obviously like the play Pokemon streams on Twitch and on YouTube I have my own Twitch channel uh, having a unique username it's pretty easy to find me places dphie250 <laughs> on Twitch and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and TikTok with all the youth. Uh, I don't. Oh, the TikTok make... too. I gotta check that out. I'm so. Uh, bad I don't. At <laughs> I'm so. I'm bad at all of content creation. What I do most, con- where you're gonna find me most consistently week to week, is on GoCast podcast and mm. a little bit on Twitch. I'd like to dive more into the content creation sphere and do be able to do even just a little bit more with that. I like Instagram AR photos, so you like on Instagram, I have a bunch of those. Uh, just try to find other little ways to get involved in the greater content creation community, but I'll put all those links in the show notes for everyone. And again, thank you so, so much to both of you for having me on. I've been, again, been listening for 96 episodes now, (laughs) get to be a guest. Very cool. Yeah. I'm, I apologize for not getting you on sooner, but we're glad to have you here. And it was, it was a fun conversation for sure. And maybe we'll get you on, like, we'll bring you back, right? We got to bring back the guests too. And, you know, maybe check up like, a year from now or whatever maybe we'll, we'll check up maybe what we should do is we should we should reconvene at the next sustainability week and see what has changed <laughs> <laughs> what has changed right all right it's uh, a date nice. yeah, cheers yeah, gentlemen exactly we got it and if we forget just remind us right everyone remind us in the comments too so deepa doesn't have yeah time. Exactly. Like, oh it's coming up sustainability week next week right um so we'll find time but Anyway, thank you so much for being a part of the show and sharing all your stories and stuff and also teaching us about the anglerfish, man. That's a that's an image I cannot see, but that's going to be something I'm just going to visualize in the future. Yep, you got to put it in got to put it up on YouTube for our YouTube people. Like yeah, a clip. Yeah. It is or, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. I'll just throw up. Just blur it all out. You know what? I'll just throw up. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, something would be wrong there. Uh, anyway, thanks all for tuning in, and we will catch you all on the next episode as we're closing into episode 100. And I will share my public embarrassment story on episode 100, the classroom one. It's a good story. It's a great. It's a story. great story. Everyone. I've never shared it on this podcast. I shared it highly with some worth it in real life. Yeah, you over some talk. drinks. <laughs> oh. Good call. Yeah, you can you can bet I'll be sober when I'm sharing this one on episode 100, and it's gonna be an <laughs> awkward time. But you guys stay tuned for that. Until then, peace out. Peace. <laughs>